My past is over in you Of things are made new Surrendered my life to Christ I'm moving, moving forward Hi guys, welcome to another installment Another episode of Painkillers um, I want to thank God for this opportunity uh, I apologize that um, we had to like do this in two in two episodes if you have not listened to the first episode of this or the first segment of this episode you need to listen to it because that's like the foundation for the things i will be building upon in this new episode so thank you so much for staying tuned thank you so much for listening and i pray that god blesses you as you listen in jesus name amen so yeah that song for me was the song that came to my heart when i was you know studying um to do this podcast the while i was preparing to do this podcast you know we're moving forward our past is over in jesus and we are moving forward because things are made new so um okay read a scripture in second corinthians 5 or 17 and it says that um for if any man be in christ is a new creature all things are passed away so some version says is a new creation is a new creature whichever one as long as it's new and all things are passed away build all things have become new but i will be reading from the old testament and i'll be reading isaiah chapter 43 from verse 18 to 19 and i'll be reading it in the message translation and it says that forget about what's happened don't keep going over hold history be alert be present god is about to do something brand new it is bursting forth hallelujah um so this is the part two of old mistakes and new beginnings old mistakes and new beginnings and you know for me that scripture is basically what god desires for each and every one of us when i first of all read that scripture maybe not first of all but at a period in time when i read that scripture the highlight for me is don't you see it where he said that um I'm, I'm making rivers in the desert i will do a new thing shall you not shall you not know it you know for me that was the caption that was the the catchy part shall ye not know it god desires that you understand that he is doing a new thing you know he is starting something new and if you keep going over all this if you keep sinking deep into the past you will not you know get everything that god desires that you get from what he wants to do or for what he's beginning to do because the past so clouds your face clouds your eyes that you don't even see yourself worthy of a new thing and god is reminding you that i am doing a new thing you know i was also learning that god loves us too much to leave us underwater to leave us in that problem to leave you in that depression to leave you in that addiction that's why he keeps running he keeps coming he keeps knocking at the door of your heart to get you out he's so in love with us you know at a time i, I wrote something and i said that god is a sucker alone 
like he cannot help but love because that's who he is you know he cannot take his eyes away imagine that um, um i'm trying to look for someone who did something really bad okay let me say adam in the beginning you know after adam had done what god said he should not do and you know his eyes was already opened and then his wife and everything and they were hiding god could have just said you know what you guys should just get out get out just emma means just keep walking just walk wander away just wander into wherever but you know god still said adam what have you done what did you do come God still went ahead to make clothing for them. This is to show that God loves you so much. And it's just to show that God, I I think I heard this from someone, that God has selective amnesia when it comes to our past. When he forgives us, he forgets what happened. He doesn't, he, he says in Isaiah that I will remember your sins no more. I will blot out your sins. He says, as far as the east is from the west, so will I blot out your sins or so will i forget your sins something of the sort you know for me that's just what it is and um, i'm also here to like let you know that every single person has a past every single person has a past every single human has a past um from from rahab in the bible now i'm talking about people that even had really really bad past rahab he saw stole his brother's bed right and see what god made out of his life look at rahab rahab was like the the chief prostitute <laughs> in, in 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 her time and you know because she surrendered herself to god you know she just came to the end of herself and look at what happened she got married to um i think she got married to caleb oh, pardon me if i'm wrong about that but you know she got engrafted into into the the, the um, tribe of Israel and it's just amazing you know it now reminds me of the scripture where God said that um, the wild branch he will graft them in and you that you are in the in the in the in the vine or in the tree itself if you do anyhow we will cut you away you know I'm, I'm just just part of my bonics that's like my own version of the Bible but it's just I'm just laying an emphasis on everyone has a past you know and the scripture says that there is therefore now no condemnation so first of this is for you who is a believer and you're struggling with your past mistakes your past errors your past um things that have happened to you in the past now that you're a christian the bible in romans 8 1 says that there is therefore now 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 no condemnation because you are in jesus and like apparently said the devil is the accuser of the brethren his job is to accuse his job is to condemn so when you feel condemnation know that it's not from god it is from the devil that's why the bible is saying there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in christ jesus who walk after who walk after the spirit and not after the flesh now that's another topic entirely but i'm laying emphasis on the on the point that there is therefore now no condemnation yeah so um I'm, I'm just going to be picking points here and there and there and i just really pray that god helps you to like you know just pick something from everything that i'm saying you know um so from the things okay said uh for those of you who are believers and i do this a whole lot when i see myself like i'm beginning to my past is is shoving itself in my face i am real with god you know the place of being authentic be your real self with God. Don't shut God out. Yeah? 
because you're going through something or you're confronted with something that you've done in the past and then you're like oh no and you run away from god you're allowing yourself drown in guilt and condemnation and you do not what's the word now you you are in the wrong place if you're trying to run away from god the right thing to do is to go to god be real with him god i feel i feel really bad about what i've done i feel really 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 sad i'm I'm feeling so down god is our father god is our friend i don't know how to like let this sink deep but god is our father god is our friend and he wants us to be real with him when you come to your dad and you need school fees i know that sometimes we lie to our parents but you know that there's no way for you to get the money you don't come to your parents when it's time to pay your school fees and you say and eh, daddy i need money and my friend is sick so we need seventy thousand naira. and your dad knows that's the period where you pay school fees excuse you he's going to ask you ah you're not asking for your school fees have you paid it do you understand i, I don't know if that scenario really hits deep but it's the same thing with god don't come to god all high and lofty and trying to prove that yeah god i got it all figured out and you know i'm okay i'm doing good i used to tell someone that sometimes when we want to pray now some people have like a list of prayers that they do like okay today i'll be praying for donations tomorrow i'll be praying for missionaries and you know in your heart of heart that at this period all you just want to do is to just cry and shout to god and you come to god with your pain and you're saying Oh Lord, I pray for the missionaries in Africa, in in Congo, in this Lord, just help them. You're not coming to God as your real self. Your real self is you have issues and you want to talk to God about it. But let's leave that aside. So be real with God, be real with God. And you need to embrace your new identity in God now that you are born again, now that you are a Christian. Embracing your new identity comes from when you first of all even know what your identity is. You can't embrace what you don't know so until you begin to know what your identity is in christ you cannot embrace it you cannot leave it out and the devil would always have a field day with you but when you know that the word of god says that there is no condemnation for me when you know that the word of god says that for me i have been crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not i but christ who lives in me when you know that the word of god says i am seated with christ in heavenly places when you know that the bible says that um, if your sin be as scarlet, I will make it white as snow. Come, let us reason together. When you know that these are the things that the scripture, I am a royal priesthood, I am a holy nation. Sin shall not have dominion over me because I am no longer under law, but I am under grace. When you understand that these are your realities in Christ and you begin to speak it every single day, like what Oppo emphasized, speaking the word of God, writing it, let your eyes behold it the bible says as you behold you are being changed so write it paste it on your wall you are not thinking about it but when you see it it becomes registered in your mind the more you see it, the more you behold it the more you become that thing so that's the way you embrace your identity embrace your new creation man in god so yeah um be real with god embrace your new identity first of all by knowing what your new identity is this is just to let you know that for you who is wallowing in past guilt you have walked in your past for too long you need to get up you need to get up sarah jakes um um, um, preached the message on girl get up and that's like what i want to just say to you girl get up boy get up get up get up from that past get up from that mistake get up get up don't wallow in it don't wallow in that condemnation get up get up you need to rise you need to rise you need to rise 
God is calling you to renewness. He's calling you to something new that He's doing and He's bursting forth. You, I know it's a cliche thing when people say, "Oh, God makes a message out of our mess," but that's the truth. God makes a message from our mess. He does, and that's how much He loves us. That our mess, He turns it around, and you know, He just tells the devil that you see. What you meant for evil, I turned it around for good, man. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just really want you to know that sometimes we feel like our past has shaped us, but you are not your past. Yeah, your past must have had an effect on you, your past sins, your past failure, your past errors. It must have had an effect on who you are, but you are not defined by your failure in sin. It doesn't define us. Who we used to be is not who we are now and is not what defines us. Oh God. You know, this just shows me the, the beauty and the amazing, amazing part of God. I don't know if any one of you has seen like the um, a video representation of where um okay, let me not use that example. So one time like that I was praying and you know God gave me like a a I don't want to call it a vision. I don't want to go all spiritual on you guys. But I just had like a glimpse of this scenario. I saw like a king. He was clothed in white. And I mean sparkling clean white. And kids who had like played in the mud, they were really dirty. As in even me seeing it, I was like, <gasps> I began to cringe because I'm like, ah, children, they are so dirty. You know when you are so clean and you love your child, but you're like, oh, don't stain me. Please just stay far away. I love you, yeah. But these kids ran into this image I saw, and they hugged him, and immediately they hugged him. It's like a transference. Their dirt, their dirt, pardon me, their dirt, like, was transferred to that image, and instantly those kids were made clean. So it was like they were running to him to become clean. Like he was the one that was going to wash them clean, you know. And almost immediately, in a split second, this man who was hugging those kids that was dirty, the dirt just seeped into the clothes. It's like the clothes absorbed the dirt and it was clean again. That's how it is with God. Like, when we go to him, he takes up our sin. Yeah, he becomes sin. He became sin himself. That we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So it's a trans transfer. It transfers his righteousness and takes up our sin. But the sin doesn't stay on him. They disappear. Oh God, hallelujah. Like our sins, our sins disappear with God. That's why he doesn't remember them. Oh God. For me, this is like a new revelation. And I thank you, God. I just pray that he hits your spirit as much as it's hitting my spirit right now. There's a transference of righteousness. God sees you as righteous. Because you have come to God, God sees you as holy without blemish. Jeez. There's a higher courtroom for our heart. That In that courtroom, grace is enthroned. The grace that we get in Jesus is enthroned. The very worst of us is known by God. But still, he shows mercy. He shows love. He accepts us. He sees the holy affection. He knows that inside of our heart, there's a wanting to be right. There's a wanting to to live right inside every person deep down inside their heart covered by so much darkness there's a desire to do right there's a desire to live holy there's because god has put the bible says god has put eternity in the heart of every man so every single man wants to do right like paul said 
the good I want to do, I do not do it. So it is inside of me to want to do good, but I just don't do it. But God sees the holy affection in our heart when we do not refuse to come to Him. God wants us to always run to Him. God wants us to always run to Him. This is to reinforce it. Your sin doesn't define you. God does. You need to understand. See, when you understand these things, when you fall, you will rise. The Bible says that the righteous may fall seven times, but he will rise again. I love the way I think maybe message puts it or TPT. That's the passion translation. He says, God's lover may stumble seven times, but he will continue to rise again. Now, this is not a liberty to say, oh, I'm going to keep rising. I'm going to keep rising. Let me just keep falling. Uh Uh-uh. But when you make a mistake, you get up. You don't sit in it. Because you understand that, uh uh-uh, my sin doesn't define me. God does. I can't wallow. The, The truth is that when you keep on wallowing in sin, now the truth is, let's say you, you lied today and you're like, oh my God, I feel so bad about this lie. You don't confess it. You don't go to God to ask forgiveness. You are feeling bad, which in itself is good. That you're feeling bad that you've done something wrong. Not that your heart is seared with an iron. But the fact that you don't go to God to ask for forgiveness and allow him help you, the next time you would lie again and you will keep lying and you'll keep sinking deep, deep to the point where your heart is seared and then you don't even think that you've done anything wrong. That's why the Bible says if we confess our sins, the only criteria for, for for forgiveness if you confess your sins god is faithful what does he mean god is true to himself to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness that's what it is so you need to confess it so am i saying that everything is going to be all good and rosy eh-eh. it's a walk it's a continuous walking that the holy spirit does in us but this is to tell you that don't sit in it don't wallow in it. Don't let the devil get you caught up. You know, for me, before I got to like this point where I'm in in my life, I'm not perfect yet. God is still working on me. But at a point in my life, when I do something wrong, yeah, I'm like, I'm better off. So the lie the devil sells to me is you're still going to fall. So why rise up? Just stay there and keep sinning. So I'm like, it's cuckoo true. Because maybe the next one with now, I'm still going to can lie again. I'm still going to can steal again. So let me just continue to steal so i avoid church i avoid my christian friends i avoid anything that reminds me of the fact that confess your sins i just stay hidden and and sin thrives in secrecy sin thrives in darkness for you as a child of god you've done something wrong don't hide it don't hide it don't hide it bring it to light bring it to light bring it to light yeah so um Ope also mentioned something about the amor the amor acronym and i'm going to be coining words that came to me also from that same acronym from the a the first thing for me is accountability for you as a child of god you need to have people that you look up to you need to have people that are responsible over your life i know some people are like oh you can't trust any man uh, everybody's human i understand <laughs> But the Bible says that God has given to some graces to be teachers, to be apostles, to be this, to be that, for the edification of the body, for that we may all come to the unity of faith. So God has put some people in that position for a reason. If God saw that there was no need, there wouldn't be pastors, there wouldn't be people, counselors, there wouldn't be any of those things. Everybody would just be everybody. 
So you need to have somebody you're accountable to. You need to have a mentor, someone that you look up to, that you know that is working with God and as the pe- you can see Christ in the person's life. So you need to be accountable. You need to have maybe a, a, a maybe a man or a woman. I feel, okay, if, if you're a female, you can have a male mentor, but for balance sake, the person maybe should be married. You shouldn't have a... Now, I'm, I'm, I'm very careful with my words. I'm not saying you shouldn't have a male mentor who is unmarried. I'm saying that let just, let there just be balance so that, you know, in everything we need to be careful. The Bible says wisdom is profitable to direct. Yeah, so we need to be careful. But if you have a male mentor, let there also be a female mentor who can balance things out. Yeah, man will always be man. So have a mentor, have somebody you are accountable to. And I call somebody you are accountable to as somebody who you see as a safe person that you can talk to for reassurance of God's grace. For reassurance of the things that God has said. Someone that who you go to will not join the devil to condemn you. Yes, they will scold you. Now, scolding is different from condemnation. Scolding is you've done wrong. This is not right. But I love you and this is the way we're going to go about it. I'm not going to leave you here. Anybody who you call your mentor, who you're accountable to, must be someone that you see an iota of Christ in them. That they help you see the love of Christ. But if you're going to somebody and they're always saying, ah, ah. You, you are a sin now. Hilode, must you always sin? Ah, now wow, your, your own life has spoiled. You. Ah, I don't even, I don't think God can even forgive. Ah, you are too, you are far gone. Those kind of people would only support the devil to scatter your life. <laughs> so you need to be careful who you are accountable to. Someone who, even in the midst of scolding you, the Bible says the Lord corrects those he loves. So the people who love you, when they are correcting you, you know that nah, this is from God. Yeah? So have somebody who you are accountable to. Secondly, move. M, move. Keep moving when you fall. When you fall, don't sit in it. Rise up. Get up. Get up. Keep moving. Keep moving. And all is to obey whatever the scripture says. The word of God is profitable for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. If you leave it out, you're gonna do yourself. You're gonna, gonna do yourself. You see that I'm drumming for you. <laughs> but you need to obey whatever the word of God says. The word of God is Jesus. And this is what Jesus is saying. The Bible says all that we need for life and godliness has been given to us. So, you need to obey it if you want to live a godly life. Yeah? And then repent, which is R. Repent when you fall again. Be real, man. Be real with yourself. Repent. Repent. Always come back to repent. Repent. David was that kind of person. When he was told that guy... He went to sleep with Bathsheba's wife. What did he do? He got up. He went to God. He put on sackcloth. He said, God, forgive me. He repented. Repent. Don't just sit in your sin. Yeah? And this is just to let you know that when God tells us not to sin, it's not because of himself, first of all. Yes, we are going to please him when we do not sin, but it's for yourself. Because when he forgives you, you would still live with the knowledge of your sin. (laughs) When God forgives you, it doesn't totally wipe off your own memory. God forgets it, yeah. But you also have the knowledge of what you've done. I, I just really hope you understand that. It's not like you're living in your past, but you know that, ah, I did something wrong. Go. Can you imagine I did this? You live with that knowledge. So, to save yourself that stress, I've been there, done that. I got the t-shirt and it's all bloody. So, please don't go that same way. Yeah, so, um... 
also for those of you who are christians and you know you are struggling with maybe a repeated cycle you're continuously falling in a particular scene and you you're actually very tired and like for like me you feel like ah i need to go to shilu only lati deliver me i need deliverance i need to be laid hands upon anointing all poured upon my head because i don't know man <laughs> go to god go to god go to god go to god see this is what builds our relationship with god when we go to god so many of us are looking for answers in the wrong places some of us are not too patient enough to get our answers from god we want to get our answer so you go online and say 10 ways 10 reasons why i'm lying 10 reasons why i'm committing fornication 10 reasons why i cannot stop sleeping with this guy 10 reasons 10 ways to go to god (laughs) he's the beginning and the end the god that created you he will not know how to give you solution for your problem Uh -uh. you know go to god to know the reasons for your repeated cycles ask god for the blueprint ask god how do i go about it what do i do how do i do this what are the boundaries i need to set what are the things i need to do huh ask god questions be vulnerable with god jesus you need to learn to be vulnerable with god you need to learn to be real you need to learn to be authentic many of us are too fake even with god who created us god is the only person you can be totally real with like that song Victoria Renze sang I say sang sang pardon me he says that I come naked and not ashamed you know my weakness you know my strength you see my sacred faults you know my heart I can be real with you I can be real you can be real with God because he's one that knows everything he knows it before you even tell him so why would you come and lie I really pray that God helps us yeah and for you who stands, take heed lest you fall. And this is to remind you again, your mistakes do not define you. Get up, boy. Get up, girl. Get up. Get up. Nations, generations are waiting for you. The Bible says that the, the um, creation is waiting endlessly for the manifestation of the sons of God. You are the son of God. You are the daughter of God. You need to get up. Do not permit your past to crush you. Because when you choose to wallow in your past, you're telling God that, God, your grace is not enough. Your grace is not enough. Your grace is not enough. Know that whatever you have done, God extends his complete forgiveness to you. And it's so beautiful. It's going to move me to tears because God never withholds his forgiveness from us. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you. Is faithful and just to forgive you. Like David, you need to get up. You need to get up. You need to get up. Do you know the amazing thing for me? This is like maybe the last thing I'm going to be sharing before I round this, wrap this up. David was supposed to go to battle. He didn't go to battle. And that was where he was meandering and philandering and he saw Bathsheba having a bath. I don't even know how that woman's toilet was crisp. Okay, she was part of, she was the wife of one of the commander-in-chief. Oh, their house must be close to the palace because I don't understand. How will somebody be from the coast where the king... Okay, pardon me. So, yeah, because he didn't go to battle, he fell, he brought Bathsheba, slept with her, a series of... See, oh, just from lust, it led to a whole lot of stuff and he killed the man, he had a child and in, I think, in the next two chapters where um, Joab... Then Joab went to battle again. Now, David did not go to battle at that period. Joab went to battle. And the Bible says that he besieged Rabbah. And he sent message to David. For me, I was telling myself that, ah, 
God had to send message him that she oh new love battle Abby. You will not go to battle. You see that Thomas see another girl buffing. So the Bible says that Joab sent message to David, and the Bible says David arose and he went to battle. So this is for you. You might have fallen before. Rise up. There's still a battle for you to fight. We need people who are going to together join hands with children of God all over the world to push back darkness, to push back the kingdom of the devil, to say no to the devil, to say in my generation, I will rise. I will not let this thing defeat me. The Bible says that so that you might comfort others with the comfort that you have received. That is why God is telling you to rise. That is why God is telling you to get up from that mess so that through your message, other people can be helped. You need to rise up. You need to get up. Guy, you need to get up. Your identity might have been rooted in your past experiences and failures, in your present situation that is filled with disappointment, or in your future fears, your past pain, your present struggles, your future worries. You need to replace them with the truth of your new identity in Christ, with your new life. This is just me admonishing you and telling you to get up. Girl, get up. You've had an abortion. Get up. You've slept with a lot of guys. Get up. You are addicted to weed. Get up. Let God see that you are even standing up yourself. And then he would help you. Get up. God is coming to meet you, but you need to meet him halfway. He will do the most, yes, but he needs to see that you are doing something too. Girl, get up. Boy, get up. You are not your sins. You are not your past. It doesn't define you. Yes, you fell again. Get up. Yes, you feel like you're going to keep struggling with this. Still get up. Get up from that past. Get up from that sin. Get up from that place of condemnation or beating yourself up that you cannot be better. Get up. Because your past doesn't define you. God does. He says, I see you as new. I see you as whole. I see you as righteous. And I love you. This is just my message for you. Sorry, it's not a message. This is just my admonish, admonishment admonishing for you. I really hope you listen to the end. I pray that God blesses you. I pray that God causes you to arise from that ashes. I pray that you see that God is doing a new thing. I pray that you forget what has happened and that you hold on to the newness that God is doing because it will spring forth. The world will know it. You will know it. Your family will know it. That you are not your past. God loves you. I love you so much. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. Don't forget to ask your questions. Please make um, send your questions to our Instagram handle, um, Painkillers. Please, please, please. Our emails are there for you to send your messages to. You can chat us up on Instagram. Share your ideas. Ask your questions. We will be so glad, so, so glad to you know, share from our wealth of experiences as the Holy Spirit helps us. I love you so much. Teruani loves you. Okwe loves you so much too. And God loves you much more. I pray that you arise. I pray that you get up. And you know that a new thing is about to start. Ciao. Love, love, love with all of my heart from me to you. Mwah.